As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Podcast with Frank Furness. Well, hi everybody, and welcome to Sales School. And this is Frank Furness, where we're going to help you make more money by mastering sales, dominating marketing, and really being happy. In our next episodes, we're going to be taking a look at the psychology of sales, and I'm going to be joined by my really good friend Ian Halsell, where we speak about neurolinguistic programming. So the last thing we're going to be speaking about now is metaprograms. Ian, what is metaprograms and how can it help us in sales? Metaprograms are a series of structures that enable people to be motivated. There's 16 of them and they are the ways of getting people to do what you want them to do, to turn them on, to get them energized or motivated. And they're very, very powerful and they're fairly straightforward to learn. The first thing in metaprograms, or the first of the 16 I'm going to talk about now, is motivation being towards or away. Some people are more motivated towards pleasure. Some people are more motivated away from pain. And this is very powerful depending on what you're selling and who you're selling to. Ian, would this be almost the old concept I learned before? People buy for only two reasons, to avoid a pain or make a gain. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And depending on who they are and the job they're in, they're going to have one of them motivating them more than another. So, for example, if I'm dealing with, I'm trying to think of a good example, salespeople. A lot of salespeople are very motivated towards pleasure. They're motivated to the big sales. They're motivated to the nice car, the uh, the the gift, the uh, the bonus, the adulation, the special award, the big boss shaking the hand, and all this. And the that that turns on a lot of salespeople. So the prospect of pleasure, big motivator. Um, in my engineering work, I have to deal with manufacturing people a lot. Manufacturing people are very different from salespeople. Salespeople are very, you know, if things go brilliantly, the salesperson gets a lot of awards. If things go badly, ah, you, know, you know, blame the economy or blame the product or something. The salespeople don't usually get a lot of kicking, but manufacturing people do. When things go beautifully, everything goes fine. Your average production boss doesn't get very much in the way of feedback, but... If the factory suddenly stops and they ain't producing, guess what? The manufacturing person is getting a certain part of his anatomy pummeled. So if you're selling to salespeople or if you're selling to manufacturing people, you might want to change the way you talk. So, for example, the way I sell to a salesperson would be say, Hello, Mr. Salesperson Prospect. I can show you a way to double your sales. You'll make a lot more money. 
Do you want to talk? Now, would that be a toward? That would be a very toward. Off the scale toward. And somebody else, if it's manufacturing... These, these are generalizations, by the way. I'll need to talk about how you spot the personnel types. But a manufacturing person, I'd say, well, if you deal with us, I can promise one thing. You're going to have continuity of production. You're going to have runnability. You're going to keep putting those pallets of stuff out of your gate, and you won't have any production stops. Right, so back into the old way of thinking. For me, the first example with a salesperson uh, was how to make a gain. The second person was how to avoid a pain. If you're going to the production person, it's how to avoid a pain. Yeah. Now, I generalized there because not all production people are away from pain and not all salespeople are towards pleasure. There will be some salespeople who sell what they sell because they're frightened of being broke or fearful of the shame of not selling much so i can't generalize it's a bit of it's a bit of a generalization but maybe i shouldn't i shouldn't have taken it to that extreme however you don't need to generalize because you just chit chat to somebody and usually once you get skilled at it within a five minute conversation you know if they're towards pleasure or away from pain as their primary motivator and so you just ask them dear mr prospect what's important to you about buying this product and if he or she says well i'll tell you what's important what's important is i don't get in trouble with my boss again because a few years ago i tried something like this and i got my tail kicked and i don't want to go there so thank you very much so the fact that there's no disasters no problems no headaches no interruptions that's what i want so you're told there's an away from pain so you say okay and then once you've got it it's dead easy you just say okay well we've got product a product b product c now product a is going to give you certain advantages product b yeah i think that could work for you but you know what product c with product c you won't have those stops that you're worried about with product c you will be uh, secure in the knowledge that we will that all of those problems you talked about won't happen. Why? Because product C is tried and tested. In fact, I sold one to this other guy and it stopped all of those problems and it stopped all of that pain. It's quite amazing. You were speaking about three alternatives. One of the top salespeople I know always gives people three alternatives. So he has them thinking not yes or no, I want to buy it, rather which one is the right one for me? Yeah, in fact, that's actually another Milton pattern or another language pattern is to give people uh, options Two is often good enough, but three is often useful as well. And there are two types. There's exclusive or inclusive. An exclusive one would exclude all other possibilities. So you say, do you want to buy product A or product B? Uh, An inclusive would include all possibilities. So do you want to buy product A or do you want to buy some other product from us? And it's very, very useful. It gives the illusion of choice. And people tend to respond to it because very few people say, yeah, or I could buy nothing at all from you. You know, if somebody says that to you, you know you've got to work on your rapport skills. By the way, so that's towards pleasure or away from pain as a as a as a meta program. Let's talk about another one, and this is really important for those of you who deal with Southeast Asia. It's self or others as a motivation direction. Some people are very, very turned on by what they think about things themselves. They say, "Tell me about me." I want to know about me. What's your product going to do for me? And that's a self-orientation. However, not everybody's like that. A lot of people will be going, well, 
What's going to happen to other people? Will other people approve of me if I have this thing? And those are less self and more others. And it's a big, big deal. I notice it to a degree in Europe, but I notice it to a much bigger degree in Southeast Asia, where, like I was saying earlier, people decide which restaurants to choose. They'll they'll go to the one where people are already going. And it's even I've even had friends in Southeast Asia, they choose their meal that way. They'll look around, what's everybody else eating? So the effect of other people. So how do you find out? It's very simple. If this is a successful deal, how will you know? If you're happy buying this product, how will you know? And you just future pace them. You say, well, imagine we're six months from now and you're looking back. How will you know? And if they say things like, well, it's pretty simple. Either it's helped me get my sales or get my profits up or it hasn't. It's either helped me to solve those problems or it hasn't. It's uh, reduced my downtime, improved my efficiency, or it hasn't. And they're using the language of me, I, me, I all the time. And they're putting numbers to it in that context. If somebody's others, then it's going to be, well, if I can make this money, then I'm able to take uh, my husband or wife on holiday and the kids. And so they're saying, okay, on the personal level, This person's saying that they're very others-motivated. It's not just about them, it's about pleasing the others. And of course, if you're selling to companies, the boss might say, I'll do it for me. Or the boss might say, so long as my people are happy, how will you know this training program worked? I get feedback from my staff. And you look at the, the boss is looking to them, and that's sometimes you might just leave it at that, and you just work on that level. If you use the meta program without any particular embellishment, you just say, "Okay, what kind of things would your staff be saying if this was the right program for you?" And then just play them along on that way. Another meta program that's really easy to spot is same difference. Some people are motivated towards seeing things as the same or similarities. Some people are motivated to see things as different. So if I do a simple test, if I was to get three coins, um, since I'm in Britain at the point of this recording, it would be, a say, a 10p coin, a 5p coin, and a 1p coin. I could say to somebody, you see those three things? What's the relationship between them? I try to not load the question by saying, do you see them the same or do you see them different? And if the person is predominantly sameness, then he'll say, Well, they're all metal, they're all coins, uh, they're all money, they're the same in this regard. If the person is predominantly a difference person, he might, the first thing he'd say was, well, they're all different sizes, Uh, they're all different values. Uh, Two of them are silver coloured and one of them is copper coloured. So those are three different things. Now, once you understand that, you can use that in your sales process because some people will be seeing things. Now, these two guys are seeing the same thing. It's just a reframe. But one of them has a bias towards spotting similarities and the other spotting differences. And if somebody sees similarities, they'll say, oh, well, we buy products that are the same. We we buy from the same supplier. We buy the the same stuff. And so if you want to sell to this person, what do you do? You just say, well, you know you buy that product from company X. Well, you know what? Ours is the same. Uh, We do the same product, the same kind of quality standards. The reason you buy from us is we're a slightly better deal, but basically we're the same. 
Right? And if you're dealing with somebody who sees differences, then you just tap into it that way. You say, so what is it about your product? Why should we be interested? Well, because we're different. You buy envelopes from company X, you buy envelopes from company Y, but you should see our envelopes. Our envelopes have that new little extra finish. We have an extra production quality check, and we give you that little bit of extra service, and we're different. Um, you want to buy from us because we're different. And it's very, very straightforward. And dynamite, by the way. And by the way, people are giving you clues for this all the time in their conversations. Why did you go? What did you do last night? Ah, went to that restaurant. Oh, really? Why? Ah, we like to go to different places. You know, I go to the same restaurant twice. I'm bored. Oh, really? Okay. Where did you go on holiday last year? Ah, oh, last year was the same as the year before, which was the same as the year before, which was the same as the year before. Because we like to have a place that we know. And we like to relax in the same way with the same stuff, with my same food and the same drink, and that's what I like. Oh, really? So what are you selling? Oh, we're selling something that's the same as you already buy. <laughs> it's really great, yeah. Well, I really hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And remember, if you'd like to book me to speak at your next conference or do some sales training, either in person or via Zoom remotely, please drop me an email, frank at frankfurness.com. Also, please take a look at my website, frankfurness.com, and take a look at some of my courses on productivitycenter.com. Remember also to connect with me on all of the social media channels. They're all under Frank Furness, especially LinkedIn, where I'm almost up to 30,000. And every day I have some great new ideas and tips on sales, marketing, speaking, and anything that will make you money. Hey, this is Frank. See you in the next episode. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.